All right, so Dan, um, I have a pretty funny story I wanted to start off with, if that's okay with you. If you are aware of the movie, Casino, I'm not all right with that. What, you're not all right with me starting about no, the let's Casino just move on story. Immediately. You don't yeah. want to move on from my Casino story. You're really gonna. Is it as long as the movie Casino? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not. For our guest that, that's joining us, uh, th- this movie is well over three hours. So yeah, Casino. It's Ooh. like a pairing. Like you ever see Goodfellas, Tim? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, or any Martin Scorsese movie. I don't think he's ever made one that's under two hours. I'd probably wrong. Maybe Alice doesn't live here anymore. No, no, no. Fucking, um, I know Mean Streets is under two hours. Oh, you are right. Mean Streets and, um, Taxi Driver, I think, are both. I think Taxi Driver is like an hour 30, hour 45. But, so, I was over at my former drug dealer's house a while back. Like, way, way, a while Allegedly. back. Like, a long time ago. And... I was, we were chilling out. It was my boy, Mike, my drug dealer who was doing lines of Coke on the, on the table and me who just was a virgin and only did pot. So I was smoking weed left and right. I was getting high as a motherfucker. And the whole time I'm just saying, guys, guys, we should watch Casino. Casino is such a good movie. We need to watch Casino. And they're like, I mean, are you sure about that? I'm like, yo, dude, let's watch Casino. Casino is about three hours and 20 minutes or so, I think, in total. So I'm like, guys, let's watch Casino. Guys, and this is like 10 in the afternoon, 10 at night. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Let's watch Casino. Wait, is it 10 in the afternoon or is it 10 at night? It's very different. It's 10 at night. Okay. It's 10 at night. <laughs> so what's the fucking difference? Anyway, uh, so. The big difference. It's not that much of a difference. It's so One's day and one's not. Uh, <laughs> you mean one's the afternoon and one's at night. Okay. One Ooh. is about to be a different day. Okay. So we're sitting there. They put on Casino. And we're like, yeah, woo, Casino. And about. 20 minutes into casino, I get so high that I fall asleep. And (laughs) I wake up the next day in his basement at 8 in the morning, and I'm like, hey, man, uh, did we watch Casino? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we watched Casino. And I'm like, oh, shit, I missed Casino? Yeah, you missed Casino. (laughs) Can we watch it again? (laughs) No, get out of my fucking house. (laughs) That is... Where was the friend that you went there with? My friend left because it. You, he just left. He left you in the house. Yes, with my drug dealer. Yes. <laughs> Who you didn't really know. Well, I I knew him. Like we went to college together, but like he was also my drug dealer, and he was Why also doing lines wake- of coke <laughs> on the table. So Why like, didn't they just wake you up when the movie was done? It's like you missed the movie. We have to leave now. Uh, because. I don't, they were too, one of them was super high and the other one's a piece of shit. So like, oh, you, Liam, did you check your wallet? You might've got, you might've got taken for that time that you wasted. Nah, we're good. Yeah. I was fine. They didn't wake you up because they were mad at you because you made them watch Casino. They were mad at me because they made him watch fucking Casino. Yeah, that's about right. I, I just got to the part where the hole in the wall gang started to be a thing and then I asked out completely, which is like the first 25 to 30 minutes of the movie. <laughs> but hey, that was that was a story, I guess. We were somewhere around Barstow, on the edge of the desert, when the drugs began to take hold. Welcome to uh, a spooky, spook-filled 
a skeleton riddled episode of the foul house meets podcast episode 23 uh, I am, of course, your host, Liam Wolf. Alongside is my partner in crime and Count Dracula himself, Dan Caprio. Dan, how can I help you? I'd like to make it known, and it's funny you mention the word, Liam. I am not up anymore on the the, the word spook or any of its derivatives. Uh, spooky, uh, anything like that. It bothers me. <laughs> Are you triggered by the word spooky? I don't want to say triggered. <laughs> You're just trying to like prevent. I I get it, Dan. No, let's phase. Let let's phase that word out. Let's also phase out edge lord. And there there was another word that was bothering me a lot. Uh, there's actually, I guess snowflake. There's actually. There's <laughs> Can we a, stop using that? There's actually a song called Edge Lord that just came out like two weeks ago. We'll talk about that. That is can- cancel that song. <laughs> Whoever's in charge, cancel that. Whole oh song. oh, it gets worse. It's actually. Uh, what's it this this one artist who I don't know and uh, Rebecca Black from the Friday video do no. a song called Edgelord is that real I just learned that, what that word is that is real that is that does exist and joining us on the podcast he is indeed the angriest man you'll ever run into. He is a stand-up comic from Long Branch, New Jersey, as well as other areas of New Jersey. I think more prevalently North Jersey, but I'm just going to say Long Branch because I, I see him a lot over there. Um, uh, don't make him mad. It's Tim Rager. Tim, what you doing? Mm, uh, nothing much. Just hanging out in my basement, learning about movies. <laughs> Just chilling out, relaxing, uh, all cool. Pretty much it. Yeah. Is that your Tim? Yeah. Is that your real name? So it's technically pronounced Rager, but it's spelt Rager, like R-A-G-E-R. So I just kind of went with it. What? You know, like instead of having to correct people, I'd rather have like the most, like the one that people think it is the most. Oh, like the word auger, but it's it. it you know, if you want to be dumb, you pronounce it auger. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. I do, I do a little bit unironically love the fact that your name, when mispronounced, is Rager, and then properly pronounced, you just sound like an 80s villain. <laughs> yeah, Rager. pretty much. <laughs> I'm here looking oh, it's a German for Tim name. Rager. <laughs> Tim Rager, where is he? Where is he hiding? I swear, I'm going to break him. <laughs> <laughs> you actually just you just uh, that's like the name of like one of the henchmen from Die Hard that fall out of the fucking building the Nakia yeah. building. <laughs> who is the who is the blonde fucking in that film that gets shot by Carl Winslow? No, I just always called him the, that Swedish guy. That Swedish guy. We'll just call him Tim Rager yeah. from now on. Big He's officially Tim Rager now. <laughs> Coined for life. Uh, but speaking of bad Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonations, since I started with a terrible story, uh, Dan, y- you you watched a film, allegedly, that uh, only two of us in this room would probably know. Uh, we Little brought it up. We brought it up on on uh, episode eleven with uh, Matt Nascimento, and now you rewatched. Oh, that long ago? Yeah, it was that wow. long ago, and you brought it back up and have spammed my entire fucking facebook feed with clips and images from the movie eraser so dan what the fuck is eraser the classic 1997 (laughs) vehicle where arnold schwarzenegger basically plays i i what i assume is a secret agent i'm i'm still not entirely sure what this movie is really even about um there's there's like a super secret 
gun that can fire through buildings and can knock a person back 30 feet into fencing. That's how everybody dies to get shot by the gun. They get shot into fencing. <laughs> I don't know why. What is but this? it's really cool to watch. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, every line he has is a one-liner. And they're all bad. And Vanessa <laughs> Williams is in it. And the, uh, the, James Kahn. The, the, the tennis player? No, the this, this singer. No, it's Venus Williams. Oh, Venus Williams. Okay. No, Vanessa Williams uh, is in a race. <laughs> Vanessa Williams. And James James Kahn uh, is is the bad guy, but you don't know he's bad until about halfway through. It's it's one of those kind of bad guys. Uh, the, the classic. Dies in a train accident, if anybody's interested yeah, you in sent, the end of that movie. You sent me that clip. Yeah. Wow. No, that led to another horrendous one-liner. Yes. Yes, it lo- it looked awful. Dude, t- uh, James Conn needs No, it to- was awful. <laughs> What's it with James Conn just needs to stay away from cars cuz every time he's near a car he just dies. Like it's that scene, the scene from Goodfellas where he gets shot up by the mob in the in the fucking pay window. There's- no, that's that's The Godfather. Yeah, The Godfather. You said Goodfellas. Did I say Goodfellas? I'm fucking you stupid. Did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm I'm an idiot. I'm brain dead. Ignore me. You're not obsessed with the portrayals in mafia movies, Liam. It's okay. Leave that up to me. All right. Thank you. Thank you. The real Italian mastermind, Dan Caprio. But yeah, so uh, Halloween is around the corner. Amen. Uh, it's a beautiful yeah, time. Yeah, baby. Uh, and I thought it would be a wonderful thing in in the, the warms of my soul if we could not necessarily give our top 10 best because I think that's really dumb and no one wants to hear us all be like well i know one person who tim knows (laughs) as as his real name but we've been calling him rocky dennis on this podcast also redacted just just shortened to redacted uh he he would have a top probably 100 list top 100 list of horror movies and at least and half of them wouldn't be horror half of them would be disney channel original (laughs) haunted house yeah lego horror like (laughs) Lego Christmas horror, Lego Lego Nightmare Before. He'd say his favorite horror movie is Nightmare Before Christmas. I'd be like, no, Lego Nightmare Before Christmas. Lego Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Lego Edward Scissorhands. Oh my god, dude, dude, Edward Scissorhands is trash. I don't know what anyone else. Uh, Tim Burton's such I a fucking hack. I completely disagree with you. That that movie was major childhood. Uh, Winona Ryder was very early yeah. crush for me. Very early. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I and, and Leah Thompson from Howard the Duck. Leah Thompson. Yeah. Poor Leah Thompson. <laughs> That's a fucking horror movie. You watch Howard the Duck, Tim? <laughs> I've seen it, yeah. yeah. Oh, my I mean, God. That's the I, worst I, I, fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. The last time I remember seeing it was when I was a kid. And I'm like, this movie really isn't that bad. But I haven't seen it as an adult, so it probably is terrible. Dude, there, is so, there are so many jokes that are just, oh, the little midget in the Howard the Duck outfit really wants to fuck Leah Thompson. Like, yeah, there are the, definitely That's scenes. like all of the jokes. <laughs> She's almost naked in that movie, and like she's when I was watching naked when I was in seven, that movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, wow, man, I am probably not supposed to watch. She this. has they. I think they make a joke about Howard's corkscrew penis. They, I think they did. I'm pretty positive. Yeah. Oh my god! And then the villain is that pedophile, uh, fucking Jeffrey Jones. Oh, he is. <laughs> he is in that movie. I thought the villain was a landlord or something. No, the villains. Um, no, that's the movie The Super with uh, 
famed actor and and fellow Goodfellas alum uh, Joe Pesci. What uh, what movie? Let's move on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. So. Uh, with that in mind, I think it would be a really great thing if we could just name off not like a massive list, nothing too crazy. If you could want to spout out like two or three recommendations of like little bit underappreciated horror movies that you'd think people would want to watch in the coming season of the wicked and the weary and the horror and the spooky and the scary and the skeletons. Um, so... I think that would be really cool. So what do you guys feel about that, huh? I'm down. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try. You know, <laughs> for how little movie knowledge I have, I have even less horror movie knowledge. <laughs> That's perfect for this podcast. <laughs> Tim, Tim, if you want if you want to just recommend three movies that you might have seen at some point in your life <laughs> for Halloween, I will no, take that. No, no, hang that on. I'll get, I'll get the ball rolling. Tim, what is the worst horror movie you remember watching in a movie theater since most people haven't been in the movies in God knows how long? Uh, I don't, I guess it counts as a horror movie. Uh, Final Destination 2. Ooh, that's a very, um, wow, that, that movie's considered one of the best in that franchise. How come that's, that, that's a bad memory? Uh, it's, uh, uh, to me, horror movies are just like, too corny like I, I i don't know how to say it like i can't get into them because like i know could, like the main character is gonna be okay what you're saying yeah yeah like when like the log or whatever like falls off the truck and like there's like six minutes of suspense like is it gonna is it gonna kill him will it not and like of course it's gonna fucking kill him this guy isn't important <laughs> i always get nervous behind logging trucks now because of that scene yeah that's that <laughs> terrifying that and uh, I can't stand underneath uh, metal escape fire escape ladders ever in my life. Oh yeah, ever. I, I get. Yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> Sorry. Final Destination has given me like fears, irrational fears of anything. I can't hang around train tracks <laughs> because fucking Stifler got his head cut in half in the first. Yup. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Speaking of a good special, now there's an example of a good ass special effect. Oh, dude, those movies were great. Those films were so full of just needless gore. Tony Todd would just show up and be the yeah. Grim he's Reaper. <laughs> it's like he's doing it all, but you're thinking to yourself, it's like, wait a minute. What? I thought this movie was just glorifying <laughs> like accidents that aren't supposed to really happen. <laughs> just like every- everyone's just like, oh my god, all our friends are dying. What are we gonna do? And Tony Todd's just like, Candyman shows up. No. Death comes for you all eventually. You can't cheat death, but you'll try to cheat death. And it's like, he seems really suspicious. I don't know. Should we, like, arrest him or something? Oh, wait, he doesn't exist. He's not actually an accident. Good luck arresting, like, a spirit. (laughs) Good luck. God damn. But yeah, no, final. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, they they put in plan in place like plans to like stop this, but like it's literally like it's destiny. <laughs> like, just fucking accept it. Yeah, it's it's in the title of the movie, essentially. <laughs> yeah, if you actually, I think they finished off the series. I want to say like a couple years back, like almost maybe ten years back. Yeah, they haven't made one in a while. And the the whole wraparound is that, like, the last movie of the series was a prequel to the first movie of the series. Perfect. And so, like, it was, like, one big cycle of, like, death will always come for you. You will never escape it. You will always die. 
no matter what. So <laughs> it was kind of a neat concept. So it was religious. Sounds like bombing in an open mic. So you can never really escape it. It'll happen. It'll happen again. <laughs> It'll happen. You will suffer. It has to happen. It's fine. You're having five good sets in a row. Ooh, not anymore. Nope. <laughs> What's just like just like how you did Tuesday night, right, Dan? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Talking point. Although for later. I did listen, I listened to the audio of it. Yo, and I'll be dead honest, man. That set really wasn't that bad on paper. No. You put it in front of a live <laughs> audience that hated me. Dude, that, I mean, hey, man, I'm not going to talk bad about Vietnam vets. But what that man said about my hero, Tom Cruise, <laughs> it, it can't, it will not stand. <laughs> Dude, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Ta- Actually, you know what? Fuck it. We might as well just get to that talking point now. Side note. So, yeah, no, Dan, dude, that set was fine. All right, so Dan had this, like, holy God. So we went over to the, an open mic at the Brighton Bar on Tuesday, which tends to be a mixed mic. Our luck over there has been, like, 0 for 2, because with my Tom Silver story and your hatred of the of the vets, it's not doing too well on Tuesday. I, no, but... no, like I said, that's, that is not what happened. Well, I mean, it kind of is what happened. What, what happened is, is that, all right, so we're, we're going on stage, we're doing our bits, and, like, the first few people that go up, no one's really landing. There was that one guy who was fucking horrendous. What was his I, name again, Dan? I told you. What was his fucking you, name again, Dan? What was his name? Do I have to mention it? Because now it's like... I don't... Fu- like, this guy... All right, you don't have to. I think he's... Let's just call him... Well, you're the one that's, that's saying, like, oh, yeah, we shouldn't be talking I'm a, about what, But he's a name. fucking... He's a fucking goon. <laughs> Who gives a shit? This Tim Rager might Is he a Monday know. night regular? Nah, he's no, he's no, he's only Tuesday. Only Tuesday night, only oh. in front of people that don't give a fuck. I'm gonna call him I'm gonna call him Al Bundy because he gives me a lot of Al Bundy vibes. I was gonna call him the great Kali because he looks like a shorter version of that guy. <laughs> I'd call him the great Kali because the way that he stands on stage is exactly how the great Kali would in the ring. <laughs> yeah, you ever see Tim, you ever see somebody do stand-up comedy with their arms completely at their side? Yeah. Uh, intentionally? <laughs> intentionally that way. Through the whole set. No. Ex- except when he makes a point <laughs> and he kind of like uses his right hand to kind of accentuate. He's like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? And nobody knows what he's talking about. So he puts his hand back. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Honestly, so like, fucking... I love that that pure nervousness. I, I laugh more at people who like just the absurdity of what they're trying to do and how they're all. presenting it. <laughs> this is why I feel bad. Sometimes like I'm, I like give people the impression that I like the joke, but I'm not laughing at the joke. A lot of the times I'm just laughing, laughing at, at the them. situation. <laughs> laughing at the... See, that's not you know, at that's, them, that's confusing. That's not genuine. Them. And I don't agree with you. Oh my God. So, so this cousin Lurch looking motherfucker gets yeah, on stage. Him too. <laughs> he gets on stage and he like, he has the posture. The only other person I can think of with this posture is our good friend, sick Vic, a uh, friend of the podcast. Oh, yeah. He comes up with like the most intimidating stance of all time. And he's trying to do like, yeah, you know, well, uh, I went to the, I went to the baseball game the other day. You guys, uh, you guys play baseball. You guys like baseball? No, no one. No response. It. Uh, well, I went to the baseball game the other day and I'm like, wow, that was a, that was a really good pop fly. Uh, oh man, my fly's out. Ooh, that's a, that's a rough one. And no one, everyone's like, what the fuck are you saying? What are you talking you about? What are you, you talking about? You, 
you kids in here as fans of pop smoke speaking of pop flies <laughs> this is a guy who looks like he's he he looks like at best maybe late 20s but he's probably mid oh, 40s i was ju- i was just going to say mid 40s it's unquestionable unquestionable this guy looks mid 40s he's like George, he's like permanent george murison age in 1998 <laughs> who the fuck is george murison <laughs> I gotta let you guys know, I am Googling furiously over here. You'll be doing a lot of that during this podcast. (laughs) I won't. How do you spell Mirasan? Oh, I see. (laughs) I found it. I found it. Oh, my God. Yes. 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 Hey, Liam, I'm going going to the list of uh, top local comedians not to watch. He's on this list. Yeah, this is this is the best. This is the best photo. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, I found it. All right, now I know his name. And this is probably not a real name either. Holy god! Yes, it's probably not a real name. That's why I'm just like, who gives a fuck if you name the guy? Because it's probably a fake fucking alias. But anyway, yeah. this this fucking George, George Mirasan. Does George Mirasan looking Al Bundy jawline having fucking goon ass gets on and he's just saying stupid bullshit for like. 10 minutes. 10 minutes, yep. 10 fucking <laughs> minutes of just him being like, ah, you know, uh, my wife, she was like, uh, uh, why do you come oh. home with Coke every night? And I'm like, well, I'm not a Pepsi person. Now that didn't land. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> just... Spoiler alert, Tim. The man is not actually married. <laughs> this guy. See, I would have been laughing hysterically just that... at the situation. No, that makes me aggravated. You're not things. supposed to. No, that's going to give that guy a big head. Then he's going to start coming out on Mondays and it's going to be aggravating. And it'll be fun for me. No, and then he'll get put on <laughs> Jersey City shows and I'll be extra aggravated. No, he would never be on Jersey City shit. This guy's like straight up. This guy will be like gutter ball fucking. This guy's a headliner at the Eatontown Library. No food, no drink, open mic. But not at the headliner. At Not at the headliner. <laughs> not at, not, not at Neptune's own headliner. Yes. Yeah, this guy's – get the fuck out of here. This this troglodyte comes on. Just, what about a Victor Pony produced show? I'm sure this guy could get on one of those. Oh, yeah, definitely. But he's also like, you know, the amount of chromosomes between them, they could probably like form maybe one or two actual functioning adults. So <laughs> fucking uh, this guy gets on. He does his shit. He gets off. No one laughs because whatever. Then uh, energy dead. Then our friend uh, Alex Dileski follows him and he does all right. He attempts. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's I'm follow. He follows me. Before the creepy jawline guy was that guy, <laughs> Julio. Is the guy, uh, what's her name? Julio or Pedro, whatever the fuck his name is. What's his name? The young kid who shreds like he's fucking Eddie Van Halen. I don't know. We'll just say Eddie, Eddie's son. We'll just call him, well, yeah, we'll call him Wolfgang. So Wolfgang gets up and he starts shredding and he does one song and it's a pretty shredding song and then he leaves. Then there's creepy jawline and he gets off. Then I have to follow creepy jawline. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to do my best. And I get up, and with no material, I fucking slaughter. I murder everyone. I, I was trying to work on this new free foam bit about, like, how music genres exist. And I, I, I crack a few jokes here and there. It killed. It was it was really That made rad. me aggravated, but it did it, do well. It, uh, yeah. Dan, <laughs> Dan, I feel as though that played a factor in the actions that are going to come a very, very later on right now. They did. So, <laughs> so I do my shit. I'm just trying to figure, like, I'm doing, like, an exercise to try to find my voice. It does pretty well. I get off stage. 
Then Alex Dolesky gets up. He's, you know, he's new. He's doing his best. He's working his craft. He gets off. He got heckled, too. He got heckled by... And and Jawline Guy got heckled a lot halfway through his set. That's because it's Jawline Guy. Fucking creepy Jawline don't, don't got shit. He can't come back with that. And no one wants to hear He didn't address shit. the hecklers, really, either. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> you know, at least I have a wife. Speaking of nah, my wife... it takes one to know one, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of old school like comebacks <laughs> that really aren't comebacks anymore. Exactly, exactly. And so, like this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Ah, shucks. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this fella? Another swing and a miss. And so, uh, <laughs> Dolesky gets up. He's getting heckled the shit out of by this army vet guy who is sitting in the front row. Who's, so he starts dropping the N-word. He starts, of course, of course he does. He starts dropping the hard R. That's always fun. Left it, no, he doesn't. No, Alex is a gentle soul. He just starts doing like that, like, he tries to do pander humor, which I'm like, oh, dude, come on. Like, he tries to do that, like, nah, this man, he's a hero, and he's a good man, and he's a legend. I'm like, what the fuck you doing, bro? And so he gets off. I don't know who else is there. I know Tadpole goes on later. Does Carl go after, on? Right after May. Yes, yes. So then it would be like Carl goes up. Carl butchers as, as well. He's a fucking savage. He he lives his life. And then Dan has to follow Carl. Yep. And, oh, I forgot. Uh, after Jawline Guy was Dustin James. That's what I remembered. Dustin James and uh, Heather Lowry did a fucking cover of Zombie by the Cranberries. Uh, why does every girl <laughs> think they can sing that song? Tim's not a fan. <laughs> Look, why? No, every single girl I know is like, ah, oh, like that song comes on and they fucking rock out. And like, they can't, no one can sing that song. Because who the fuck? What else do they have, Tim? What else do they have? Joan Jett? The Runaways? Fucking Janice Joplin? They can't run that life. Give them it's the cranberry. In that voice, too. It's only saying, like, the, no one sings it in their own voice. It's always as the lead singer of the Cranberry. Yeah, it's always, I, it's I always can't Irish stand it. Oh, uh, it's the. I, that's that's the one thing I, I, I'll take shit for this. I don't like female singers. All of them? I just don't. Yeah, I, what? I don't know if it. Wait, you just hate all I of them? I don't like them. Wait, even famous like feminist Bridges, singer Demi Lovato? Even... I don't know who that is, but I'm sure I won't like it. Even Joe Jet? Okay, Rebecca Black. That's not even a, a comparison. Come on. But what about what about no, Deborah but, Harry? What about fucking Deborah? What about Lana Del famed famed ho singer Lana Del Rey? All right, Lana Del Rey's trash too. Yeah. Dan, what the fuck? You're supposed to be helping out my point here. <laughs> I will trash this point. <laughs> But Deborah Harry's great. Fucking Joan Jett's amazing. Janice fucking. Yeah, Joplin. I like I like Come Debbie on. Harry. Yeah, Deborah. No, Debbie maybe. Harry's great. Is that Blondie? That's Blondie. Yeah. yeah. And solo. Yeah, Debbie Blondie's Harry. all right, but more so because like she technically invented rap. I oh stop that fucking stop <laughs> that right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, Tim with the hot takes here. I don't like female singers, and rap was invented by a white lady from Brooklyn. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, good shit. Or was it Queens? Not <laughs> if I know. Anyway, so 
So I have to follow the zombie cover, which I'm like, all right, whatever. I love this song because I'm an Irish nationalist. And so I'm like, yeah, this song's amazing. And then I get up. I I murder with, like, literally no material. I get off. Alex Dolesky gets up. He does his best. He gets off. Carl gets on, kills. He gets off. Dan goes after Carl and then proceeds to get heckled and ripped apart for about eight and a half minutes straight. No, I, I wouldn't really say all getting, this army guy. I wouldn't say getting heckled. I was just, I was trying to do crowd work with this guy. And Tim, have you ever seen an audience member who literally doesn't know how comedy works? You set yeah. up oh, yeah. and then, you know, there's a laugh that's coming, but you have to work towards that. It's not just like bang, 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 bang. Sometimes it takes a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This man didn't understand that. Yeah. He also, he also, I that a lot. <laughs> he also couldn't stand me either. So, I mean, that that's two negatives already. Yeah, he was he was kind of just like he was a guy who doesn't understand comedy as a concept. I don't think he understands talking to people in in, in an entertainment venue. No, because no. he was he was having an active conversation as I'm being brought up to the stage, and then I'm like complaining about the music that Sean's playing as you know, like as part of a bit, and this guy is literally turning his whole entire body around in the front row talking to a woman who's who's also interrupting they're having like a conversation isn't she wasn't she also like two or three tables away yes so they had to raise their voices (laughs) as dan's trying to do his set to like a crowd of like seven or eight comics he has to do people who don't know what comedy is as non-comedians. Yes, who are just like there to be like, I just want to drink at my favorite bar. That's all I want. I don't want to think about anything at all. If I have to think about a joke, it's not funny. Well, do also yes, yeah. If the pun, if the punchline is those damn queers need to learn their place, I don't get the humor. Is they like the, the dick jokes I did, though. Yeah, because he's one of those idiots that laughs at, like, fucking foul words, and he doesn't laugh Whoa, at Whoa, don't use lines. the I word, man. Come on. <laughs> what, foul? No, I, I... No, not you. No, I mean idiot. Oh, <laughs> not, not he's a fucking I. idiot. Yeah. He is an idiot. Very triggered. I am the... Like, I, I They're just, all idiots? I just... I hate that shit of, like, fucking hillbilly bumpkin morons who who get, think they're like, I hate PC culture comedy. And then the comedy they laugh at is like some guy going on stage being like, Puh, black people, <laughs> am I right? And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's oh, that Oh, yeah, that guy shit. really did not like basketball. He was adamant he about fucking that. But I, I didn't bring that up. He hated. That's a, that's a yikes. He's like, I don't like basketball. <laughs> I love baseball. I love football. I just hate basketball. I hate, he brings up like all of the sports that are predominantly won by people of color and not by white people. <laughs> like he hated soccer, so I guess yeah. Pele can go fuck himself and and everyone in Brazil. He hated and all basketball. The he hated basketball, which arguably is America's greatest pastime now. I think basketball overtook baseball <laughs> by a country fucking mile. And the only two sports he likes are the two fucking uh, uh, stick stick p- 
pickleball and fucking the pigskin, the good old pigskin. And I was like, oh, get out of here. This guy is such a fucking mark for himself. And poor Dan had to <laughs> fucking have this guy hassle him the whole time. I, I, I feel like I held my own. You did, yeah, you did. I just... I just thought it was fucking hilarious that like you, I did over thirteen minutes. You did so thirteen minutes. I made minutes. the best of it. You did thirteen minutes. It was actually a really fun set, but I could see how disappointed and upset you were. You, I left, and then yes. I came back in the room because I forgot my my lucky pen. Yes, and then I left. Yes, Ooh. you got off stage. You grabbed everything. You didn't I even shake my. You didn't even shake anyone's hand you're just like no i did bye and then just walked out <laughs> and then you turned right around and i'm like oh is it was this just a bit to like to like air out his frustration no, that was, would be was, funny and then he goes and grabs his fucking pen and then walks away without saying goodbye <laughs> to his co-host or any of his friends true <laughs> what a salty I didn't little wanna, fuck i want to no i want to explain why i did that liam i didn't want to I didn't, you know, you know me. I normally stay till the end of a month. You can talk to people afterwards. I didn't want to talk to any of those people afterwards, I- including uh, probably people that were shit talking me after I left. Was that going on, Liam? Of being somebody who probably stayed till the end. I will be transparent and as honest as possible, Dan. Everyone was like, "Why did Dan leave? That was a really good set." <laughs> like, I'm not trying to blow smoke. I'm up glad I left ass. anyway. I don't Everyone care what, was I don't like, care "Why did he leave? <laughs> it was a fine set. What was what was wrong with that set?" We were like, he did great. <laughs> they were just concerned for your well-being for the most part. I don't believe any of you. Well, I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> when you left, it got weird because Heather went up and it, and talked about the time I called her a cunt to her face. So that was fun. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I wish I could have seen that. Yeah, that was that was. Yeah, I, bet they, I bet the vet loved it. Oh, my you God. You should have filmed that, Liam. Nah, she she brought over her Abby Hoffman looking boyfriend, and I was like, oh, man. I was going to say lead singer of the MC5. Uh, yes! I forgot to say that on stage. <laughs> he had an afro literally like 10 inches. And I'm like, dude, that is the lead singer of the MC5 right there. Yep, yep. He came mm-hmm. back from the glade. Even though he died 20-some years ago. Yeah, he's going to come back to kick out the jams, bro. What a legend. Yep, one more time. One more time. I was going to dedicate Kick Out the Jams to him if he was still there, but then he left, and I was like, oh, heartbreak. Was he laughing at Heather's jokes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, is that a no? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's not good. Potential lover not laughing at your material. It was, that's, it, uh, it was a lot of good. It was a lot of Heather d- doing her material, the guy kind of like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So was it written material? And then, yeah, she was doing some written stuff, and then she was doing Ooh. her off her hand stuff. Yeah, and then, like, Heather did all right. I found it funny. But um, this guy was like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And then she would just be like, I'm sorry. Can I still make you pancakes in the morning? And he's like, yeah, Ew. sure. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Not if you're going to use those jokes, no. <laughs> Look, Not if you're going to make fun of our Vietnam vets, Heather, no. Dude, I would I would make the fuck fun of all Vietnam vets. Fuck Vietnam. You're all cowards. You, I y'all cowards, do not agree with my Y'all cowards don't Damn, even smoke don't crack, bro. <laughs> y'all cowards don't even smoke crack. They didn't even have crack back then. What are you talking about? Yeah, they did. I mean, they had heroin. It might as well be crack. Heroin is... As far away from crack yeah. as there is. I mean, I, I yeah, it's what you do after crack. He, you're not wrong. <laughs> How would you know that, Tim? <laughs> oh, I gotta come down. <laughs> I got a history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, no, I just remember, like, because when she brought that up, I was gonna say that, like, 
Dan's reaction to his own set, the closest thing I've ever experienced was probably like either I guess we should talk about just like terrible sets that we had. Uh Tim yeah. Tim, what was the worst <laughs> set you've ever had ever in your life? And did you have to leave the building uh, physically? So I, I guess it was a Brighton bar on a Monday night and I went I'm up sorry. like twentieth. No, no, it's like it's not it's in no, nobody's fault but mine. So I was like really rich? hyped up on, huh? Not even rich? We can't blame? No, no, I don't even <laughs> think he was there. I think he probably left by then. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said you went on 20th? Yeah, like, oh, rich was gone maybe by like 25th. <laughs> no, he, there's no way he's there. He's no way. He's gone. Yeah. No. Gone and not forgotten. Fake so it was one of those nights, too, where like everyone was was not doing well. Oh, yeah. And no one was paying attention at all. Oh no! Hell yeah! And I remember I got there and it was the door was open. It's middle of winter and I sat down like where the wind was directly blowing <laughs> on only me. So like I'm I'm skinny and like when I get cold I sweat. So like I started like sweating and shivering. Yeah, watching twenty five comic go up and I had this bit that I was so stoked on. And by the time I got up there, I was just so angry. I was like trying to do it with energy and I had none and it, it got zero. Absolutely zero. I think maybe Angelo might have giggled like out of like how I was saying I laugh at ridiculous situations. And like I got off and I just left from there. I think I was like second to last anyway, but I was just so frustrated. God damn yeah, like, I, I didn't I honestly I don't even know. Ooh, was but, yeah, it was it was, <laughs> it was rough. Damn Tim And uh other than that, my my like second or third set ever was like really rough. Yeah? Yeah, like uh I think it was at the Rockin' Joe's in Union. Oh, normally people oh, have good sets there. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard that's a very forgiving mic. Well, yeah, because there's five people there usually. <laughs> and they're all <laughs> You should have done well. <laughs> no. Uh, no, nope. you, you, you would think... <laughs> Uh, it was like one of those sets where I was, it was like so like fresh into it. I was like, oh, all right, I guess I just stop now and don't ever do this again. <laughs> just go wrong at it. Five people and you're like, man, I'm giving up now. We're done. We're done for. Yeah, uh, dude. <laughs> dude, Rock and Joe's was a mic where I I remember like when Kevin Hall and Cena used to host that like Friday. John Cena. Cena Moss. I'm fucking Christ. Oh. Uh, I wish it was John Cena, but me too. They would they would show up and we'd have to it, the mic would start at seven and then it wouldn't actually start until eight because they oh one of those it. mics they missed no no it's not not one of those mics oh it's worse than that they lost the oh. microphone and they had to wait for someone <laughs> to get the microphone <laughs> to do the mic so they're waiting and they're waiting and like oh. Matt and Ant- Max Antonucci or somebody would show up with a microphone and be like yeah here use this. <laughs> Oh, it's too funny. Yeah, there's those mic. That mic was wild. I'd say because I'm not gonna consider any of my mental breakdowns a set because that's not really a set when you just go up and you don't even say a word. You just are like fuck, and then you just walk out. (laughs) I mean, there was the set that I did at fucking Dan's heckle chair show that made me want to punt a child across the street. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was horrendous. Rough. 
that was horrendous because that idea was dumber than dog dirt. And then no, I, I, I stand get... by the heckler chair. I hate you. So fuck the heckler Hashtag chair. The heckler fuck chair. the heckler chair for the rest of time and for yeah. Rest I'm, of I'm with Liam on this one. I'm bringing it back. I, for, okay, for some context, Dan hosts the usual mic at the sauce mic uh, over at George Street Co-op. It's a wonderful joint. But Hashtag he, sauce mic. He decided to put a gimmick onto the sauce mic one night. <laughs> Where someone, yeah, outside of the sauce mic (laughs) in general, and I don't know what else, him ranting about Dweck. And otters. His, uh, what the fuck, get out of here. Anyway, (laughs) he would, he invented this gimmick of, we're going to add another chair to the front of the room, and whenever a comic goes up, someone could go and sit in that seat, and every minute, could heckle them at any point in time during the middle of their joke at any moment. Which, Only once a minute. Which is, I think, honestly, <laughs> one of the dumbest fucking ideas any fucking stand-up comic ever no, thought I don't, of in their I life. don't agree, and you're leaving out the part where the comedian has to be okay with that. You can't just go up and sit in the chair and be like, yo, man, dude, I don't want to use the heckler chair. Yeah. You can't heckle in that case. If you want a heckler, then you could use the heckler chair. Yeah, but what what ended up happening was that <laughs> you wanted a heckler. what fucking no no what happened was Dylan Tremboli, friend of the podcast, ended up sitting in the front of the fucking room every goddamn second of the whole show and heckled literally everyone. No, he wasn't using the heckler chair correctly. Shout out Buck Wild, aka Buck. <laughs> Shout out Buck Wild. And so when I got up, I'm like, I need to work on material. I want to do this with concentration. You shouldn't have utilized the heckler I d- chair. No, I made sure. I said, I'm not, no one goes up on the heckler chair. We're not doing I the heckler chair. I literally pulled the chair towards me so that no one could sit in the chair as the starting gimmick. I'm like, no one's sitting in this fucking chair. We're not doing it. Stop it. And which it was later followed with Dylan and everyone else in the room heckling the shit out of me for about five straight minutes. I having a mental breakdown and trying to do jokes that were kind of just too morbid and dark and didn't really go anywhere. And then everyone for the rest of the night was like, Liam, what the fuck was that set? Like they would just start their set with like, <laughs> Liam, wh- what the fuck was that? That was dog shit. What the fuck? Well, was at least wrong you did you? New, new jokes and I appreciate that. So there was that. And then my least favorite set, probably the worst set I've ever had was I did a show at the Weed Man's Joint. Dan, I have saw you at the Weed Man's Joint. I, You've done the Weed Man's Joint? I have a video on my YouTube channel on that show. Tim, have you ever done the Weed Man's Joint? No. All right. So the Weed Man's Joint is a room. It's like a spare room inside of a convenience store or like a restaurant store thing, front item in Trenton. And it's run by, I forget the guy's name. Oh, it's driving me nuts. Dan, do you know his name by the NJ Weedman? NJ Weedman. <laughs> well, I thought, like, I thought he had like a real name, but we'll just call him NJ Weedman. And he was, he's kind of a famous guy. He's been arrested countless times in Trenton for smoking weed in public. And he's sort of been one of the prominent weed activists in the New Jersey area. Uh, the guy's a real fucking hero. Shout out. The guy's an awesome dude. But he hosts. He's pretty funny, too. He's pretty fucking hilarious. He's a good dude. No, Don't get me wrong. The guy's awesome. And his place is awesome as hell. So I get booked on a show by Chaz Dente. 
and friend of the podcast, Chess. And I show up, and it's me, and it's Dylan Trimboli, and it's Elazar Guzman, friend of the podcast, and it's Rafael Hernandez, who I think was the the first time I saw him perform. He's fucking hysterical. And Tito, and uh, what the fuck, Max Learman? That that's his name, Max Learman, right? Max uh, Show. I don't know. Yeah, it was it's a it was a yeah. pretty stellar show. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Well, besides you. Yeah, Max Lehman. Max Lehman. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, no, no, no. We're gonna get to that. So, <laughs> so I show up and it's like in the spare back room, and in the spare back room is like a weed safe zone. So everybody back there just starts smoking up like a motherfucker. Yeah, man. I walk in and people are like, "Yo, what's good?" And they hand me a joint, and because I'm uh, that's what's good. I'm an absolute idiot. I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And so I smoke, and I'm smoking, and I'm smoking, <laughs> and I'm smoking, and I'm smoking. And needless to say, uh, as Elazar gets on, it's the set list is like Chaz was starting, then I forget who the opener was, then it was Elazar, then it was Tito. Then it was myself, and then it was Raphael. Oh, no, no, it was Tito, then Raphael, then myself. It was in that order, I think. Oh, you're the headliner. No, no, no. It was me, and then it was going to be Dylan Trimboli. I think, actually, Raphael was after me. I don't remember. And then Max Learman was going to be the headliner. And so I was, like, kind of the middle spot. You're middling. Yeah, I was in the middle spot. And by the time Elazar was halfway through his set, I completely forgot where I was. Oh. I was <laughs> higher than a fucking kite. I I forgot my entire set. I wrote down my set. I'm like, okay, that's what we're going to work on. I'm watching Elazar's set. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to work on? I have it here. Okay, cool, <laughs> good. I Wait, what, what was it again? Okay, I wait, what was, wait, I don't, what was it? During Tito's set, I'm having a panic attack because I'm just like, I don't, <laughs> what am I going to talk about? What the fuck am I, what am I going to talk? Oh, my God, what am I going to, oh, my God, what I, what? what is what is this world <laughs> what is going on here where in what universe is this and by the time i get up i'm just lost i am lost in translation i get up and i get on the mic and i just admit like hey listen i forgot my whole entire set so uh <laughs> we're gonna do our best to work through this and i do apologize ahead of time so I'm that was sorry. your mistake yeah because i got <laughs> fucking higher than the goddamn Eiffel Tower before my goddamn set. So now this is where it gets bad. So to to explain for the people at home and for the people who haven't performed, the acoustics in the in the room for this set were I guess the best way to put it, not ideal. Very not ideal. <laughs> like the speaker to the microphone was right next to a drum kit, which was right behind where you're performing. So oh, a lot of reverb. Yeah. So you're talking, yeah. and you can hear the speaker come <laughs> the out. The snare like rattling. And as the speaker comes out, <laughs> you can hear. You could hear the fucking snare and the bass drum, and it was like the ghost of Neil Pert was performing fucking YYZ <laughs> behind you. You couldn't hear what the fuck you were saying. You you were just brain dead and so i'm high as shit trying to figure out what my next verse is like if any noises in the background i just lose concentration entirely so i'm trying to think about my set while the drum kit is going nuts and i'm finally like i uh shit listen 
can somebody fix this fucking audio? Like, I'm so high, I just don't realize that, like, that's just something you don't do. I'm like, could somebody just, like, fix this audio because, like, the drums are shaking? This guy goes, yeah, no worries, dude. I got you. No problem. And he gets up, and I'm like, all right, he's going to, like, lower the volume. It's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> and so I continue talking, and all of a sudden I hear the drums actually playing in the background. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, no. And I the look, and the guy who is supposed to be, I thought, was going to lower the fucking speaker volume is actually playing riffs while I'm trying to do comedy. And I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> fuck my light. This is like a fucking curb your enthusiasm moment. Like, it's just awkward as sin. I'm like, I don't, where, what universe am I in right now? What the f- God shit. And I just, I just lose my mind for 10 minutes straight. I get off. I'm in the back. I'm like, I, oh, that was dog shit. That was absolute fucking dog shit. And the worst of it all, the worst part about all of that was that fucking Dylan Trimboli did fucking better than me that night. And that's what pisses me off. (laughs) So, yeah, that's probably the worst set I had of all time, period. Uh, I got heckled by the ghost of Neil Peart. Beat that. <laughs> I was actually just thinking that 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 Brighton Bar set that actually was not the worst set I've ever done. I forgot all about this. I guess I blocked it out. But I did an open mic on Valentine's Day this year. An open mic? On yeah, Valentine's at like a Day? coffee shop. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and, where was uh, that? It was at um, KTB in, I think it was the North Arlington one. Is it KTB? I forget. Huh? I always forget what the initials are. There's like a coffee, there's like coffee shops in North Arlington that like Blazo Network did open mics at. KGB Coffee. They have a lot of red for some reason. Oh, because they're they're a communist brotherhood, I'm assuming. No, they just like the Republican. (laughs) But go on, Tim. Uh, yeah, so it was Valentine's Day, and like... Oh, that's why it was red. Oh, maybe. No, 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 no. It's, it's called the KGB Cafe, Dan. I think I know why it's red. What size would you like? Comrade size. I want a bucket so I can share with my fellow comrade. Gross. Get your own coffee, asshole. Oh, you, you fucking anti-pinko savage... Dan Caprio, fuck you, you McCarthy uh, head ass. Fuck Antifa. Let's. Tim, are you down with Antifa? No, 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 no. Like stop, 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 name. stop, stop, stop. So, Tim, what are you, what are you saying? <laughs> uh, so, Valentine's Day. There's like three comics there. One is uh, Chris Park, and the other one is Yusef Goff. I don't know if you guys know those oh, Chris guys. Chris Park's a hero. <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Chris Park. Yeah, Yusef. Great guy. Yeah, you says very in your face, like so. Like He's we're got there. a very vitriolic podcast. He, Liam, you think we're bad? He calls out people and goes on rants about people on his podcast. That sounds like a gentleman <laughs> and a scholar. Sounds like someone we need. I mean, challenging them to physical fights at open mics, I would probably not do that. Oh, but, that hey, sounds man, lit as shit. Let's go, bro. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Geez. So, like, I, I go up there and like I'm so new and nervous that I'm just like. There's, like, kids in this place and people oh, on, oh, like, no. obvious, like, date situations who oh, no. want there to be comedy. <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And, oh, like, no. the, my material at that point was, like, talking about peeing on my feet. And, like, I was working on a bit about a mattress. And, like, I was 
I try to change up my whole set so that I don't disturb these people. Yeah, Valentine's Day. And, like, <laughs> I, let's see, that's the thing. Like, I don't have, like, relationship material. <laughs> I haven't been in a relationship in, like, 10 years. So uh, just go back I have nothing. <laughs> I Well, I don't think they want to hear me talk angrily about some woman <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> but I try. <laughs> So I tried to just like rip and like I had oh, no. absolutely nothing and like it was miserable. But it was at that point where I was like, I need to get the light no matter what. And like Chris Park was running it and wasn't giving anybody the light. Oh. <laughs> and like it was just like at five minutes and there's just silence in this place. People aren't even talking to each other and I'm like oh. almost crying. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's good enough for me. Oh, Happy Valentine's no. Day. You should have took all your anger out on that audience, man, and made it a Valentine's Day. They would have, they're like, we hate Valentine's Day now. Oh, how come? You think it's like highly commercialized and whatnot? It's like, <laughs> no, I saw this guy named Tim Rager, and he just went off on the entire audience because of his Valentine's Day material not working. <laughs> yeah. A true yeah. artist. I just I despise Valentine's Day in general. Why would you have a Valentine's Day mic? Was it like a Lonely Hearts mic, or was it like one of those? I've been on multiple Valentine's Day shows. Yeah, but like probably I don't know. I, I don't know. I think Valentine's Day not mics though. Yeah, <laughs> not Day not mics. really. Yeah, I don't remember too many mics. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like I only went because I was like, oh, it's going to be only comics there, and like <laughs> this will be great. I was like. Yeah. I didn't realize that this coffee shop that's like smaller than my basement was going to be packed with people. Oh, oh my God. And yeah, it was rough. It was Wait, rough. Was it in a basement? <laughs> no, no, no. It's in, it's like a coffee shop. But I'm saying it's like smaller than my. It's a small room. Like if it wasn't in, if it was any other day, I would have loved the room. But it was just it was I, I'm going to take this Valentine's Day off. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to the Chris Park Valentine's Day open mic at the KGB cafe. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting my dick sucked and then I'm hitting an open mic on Valentine's Day. Yeah, Whatever happens. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna get my dick sucked and go to an open mic. Then I'm gonna get my dick sucked after the mic. <laughs> Good. I luck, love the Chief. optimism. Good luck. I got it. Hey man, 2021. I'm looking forward to it, Tim. I don't know about you. But... <laughs> I've made the hey man, we've made the best out of this year. I mean, look, I mean, we got a we got a goddamn podcast we're having you on, man. If it wasn't for a freaking the quarantine happening, this podcast would not be what it was. Yeah, you know who else yeah, had a very really? True. You know who else is very much looking forward to twenty twenty one? Uh, Hunter Who's Biden. That? Hunter Biden is very much looking for twenty twenty one. Why? Why is that? Oh my gosh! So, uh. So, so Tim, are you familiar with the stories behind Hunter Biden, son to uh, future president and overlord Joseph Jebenezer uh, Jeb Scrooge Biden? I mean, I don't know what he's in the news for, but uh, I used to do coke with him back in the day. Get the fuck out of here. Wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, I'm joking, obviously. <laughs> Weekly World News Tim over here. Weekly World News Tim. Well, I just asked that because Hunter Biden is, well, he's gotten flack over the, well, he got flack recently. Because over his these, first name? Because of these fucking emails that people are, that the Republican Party is trying to use as another email gate like they did with Hillary. But Yeah, but that had weight to it. Yeah, this is just, it doesn't matter. Because, like, 
the other thing and the more important thing to talk about with Hunter Biden is that Hunter Biden is like he's the best fail son of all time. Have you have you like ever followed like his threads at all? The guy first and foremost, big air quotes, is a recovering crackhead. So oh. <laughs> Yes. Yes. He's a well, that changes everything. Big air quotes. Like the guy has been in and out of rehab for most of his life. He's allegedly like almost I think like he's in like his late forties, early fifties, and I think also he's, allegedly he is still smoking crack. I, there's like photo out now of just him. This is probably gonna be the thumbnail to the podcast, by the way, of him like laying in bed with a crack pipe sticking out of his mouth as he sleeps. It's, this guy sounds like a new living Mary a dream. Mary. This guy is my hero. <laughs> he is my spirit animal, and I want to achieve the greatness and power that Hunter Biden achieves every day of the week. Hunter Biden, if you hear this podcast, please bring me on your very much recovered, non-crack-addicted life so that I can join in the debauchery that is pure sobriety. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, <laughs> are, do, do you want to count down your favorite crackheads of all time? Who's your favorite crackhead, Tim I thought Ranger? we were doing movies. <laughs> Top ten favorite crackheads. Uh, uh, Kenya Dawson, but post-crack. Kenya Dawson, post-crack. Uh, I, I love me either uh, Marion Barry or my, my all-time favorite. Who the fuck was that guy? Who was the mayor of Toronto? Who was caught smoking crack? Was it? Oh, oh yeah, Ford. Solid crackhead. Rod Ford. That was that was legendary. Just R.I.P. R.I.P. Rob Ford. Was yeah. It, God, what a hero, dude! I love that video. Came out. He resigned, and then like a month later, he's dead. It was fucking great. Oh no way! He. Oh, I didn't know he died. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he died years ago. He died in like 2016. Probably from the crack. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> probably from... Well, that's the thing I don't get about him. How is he so heavy and smoking so much crack? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Me, I, I, I don't know. Man, dude, I'm looking up. I'm trying to All look right. up, like, what caused his death, and they're not saying anything. Uh, probably heart failure. They're not eating his wife's pussy. They're, claim, they're claiming it's cancer, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's cancer cane. You know what I mean? How can you admit yeah. to that? Like, as a political statement. It's like, I don't go down on my wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not very Canadian of you to say, sir. I don't go down on my wife. What are you? Wouldn't it be more Canadian to, like, go down on her more often? Because it's so polite to think no, of her first. I was going to say, just, you know, having a side of Canadian bacon with your wife's, you know, sexual organs. Or just pouring syrup all over it. <laughs> or having a nice little bats afterwards. It's like, I'd like to wash down my wife's vaginal juice with a nice cool bats Or moose head. Oh, my God. I would just pour maple syrup right over it and just lick it up. That'd be the lifestyle. That'd be a play. It's pretty messy. Nah, but that'd be so, that'd be so wild. Just, just maybe put a strip <laughs> of Canadian bacon on there, like, as, like, a, like, a as a game trail or something set to go. <laughs> or just to send a message it's like i have to mask the odor with bacon let's talk about this uh i can't i can't stand the smell of fish let's throw some pork on there it'll be fine it'll clear it out uh but dan dan who's your favorite crackhead who's pookie your favorite from your... pookie <laughs> uh, aka chris rock from new jack city 
all right pookie's great i can't even lie dude if if chris dude if pookie did stand up i would be i, I would what well, he does <laughs> no 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 no. Chris i know rock. chris rock does stand up what if pookie did also <laughs> what is chris rock doing being in iphone 12 commercials he there's no reason for this isn't he also like 50 he's he's in his 50s and he had a really good stand-up special not more than like a year and a half ago it's like why are you yeah, doing so iphone commercials money isn't he a divorced guy yeah yeah that's what i was saying. i'm like he might need that extra divorce money and iphone 12 yeah. probably was like we're gonna give you any amount of money you want it's like how about my divorce money <laughs> All my divorce money. <laughs> Give it to me now. I, I got an active divorce. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're raising taxes in New Jersey, so. He does live in New Jersey. That's right. Damn, I forgot. He do- Does he live in New Jersey? Man, did not the know The really expensive part of New Jersey. Oh, what? Uh, fucking uh, Paramus or something? Or Bergen? Yeah, man, where the, where the freaking property taxes as much as a goddamn house. <laughs> yeah, for fuck's sake. The wealth and quality, man. It's ridiculous. But, uh, Dan, I meant real life crackheads not fictional crackheads otherwise we would all say pookie dan who's your favorite real life crackhead? i have no favorite real life crackhead they're always they're just oh anybody that is near my car while i'm on my way to fucking either edison or north jersey like jersey city <laughs> that's your favorite crackhead anyone who the last time i went to, to jersey car? city this guy literally like he just appeared next to my car i thought it was like a zombie apocalypse i'm like this is how it starts right here <laughs> they just show up next to your car that's how it starts yeah he knocked on the window i'm like oh god Dude, I haven't. That was a long. Yeah. That was the longest red light in that area. It was oh, right there, no. and they know they they knew it too. It was two. Oh of them. no! Oh no! Yeah, one one on one side of traffic, and the other guy was on the opposite side. Dude, the only time I ever see that shit is if you're going to like Newark. It's all over Newark. Well, yeah, I was. Well, I was traveling yeah. to Jersey City, and you go through Newark. So yeah, I was. I was probably around newark yeah where they're just like there's like three or four in squadrons just like knocking on each person's window just like hey you got any like dude man i don't know that's heartbreaking that's sad i don't know shouldn't there be like a new generation that's just like well it worked in the 80s it worked really well but why can't we take a page from the e-thoughts and just do it online now just just do e-begging online. It's called making a fucking <laughs> GoFundMe, Dan. That's easy. Yeah. Yeah, but no, GoFundMe looks into this type of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because drug dealers don't take Bitcoin. <laughs> that's the, that's the, the smart ones do. Yeah, that's actually true. Dan, what you really meant to say was the white ones do. The I white, got these Bitcoins, the, the, the man. The white drug dealers do. Oh, Not my other favorite is fucking... is the I forgot his name from uh, Menace to Society. The guy with the cheeseburger. Ah, oh, cheeseburger guy's the best. Yeah. Oh, right, <laughs> wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, man. I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your That's dick. That, that was that was a little bit too much desperation for my taste. Dude, what? You could just—he was selling off a cheeseburger, man. He was selling off a cheeseburger. He I shouldn't have said it to O Dog either. O Dog was known to fly off the handle, as they say. O Dog, O Dog was the worst. Menace to Society is really good, but like all the characters in it are awful human beings. No, what about the the Islamic brother? The one that gets shot and, and Charles killed. Charles S. Dutton. Oh, Charles S. Dutton's great. Actually, yeah, you're right. 
Like he's he was the Lord's Fishburne character that movie. And too short. Too short was also <laughs> in Menace to Society. Who was too short? He d- he just agreed with everybody, and he I think he was the guy who owned the crack house. Oh my god! If I I haven't watched that movie in a while, I'll, I'll watch it for Halloween for no reason. <laughs> we'll just do a post like, <laughs> hey, we gotta talk about. I'll, I'll make an argument that uh, Menace to Society and New Jack City are Halloween movies. Are the best Halloween films of all time. <laughs> uh, those are Dan's recommendations for this year's spooky. Scary no, they're really not, and, and they are good films. But we should get back to that <laughs> Halloween thing, man. We we should keep it Halloween. Theme. Let's get yeah. Let's get that. Let's get that talking point going because we did yeah. we did jump to fifteen different discussions. But this time it's the main event. Tim Rager, you brought up Final Destination Two was the Two. worst movie. Yeah. But would you consider yeah. that your recommendation? Actually, Tim, I want to go with do, my do you have any others? Do you have any other recommendations that you want to throw out there? Uh, I just I just watched Hocus Pocus uh for the first time. I I kind of like that film. Oh fuck that movie. <laughs> well, that... What are you like? What are you a, a fucking eight year old girl or a thirty eight year old girl? Well, that'll be it for well, the Falhousemates Every woman <laughs> loves that movie, man. Oh, my God. That movie's well, so it's, bad. It's just another movie where they have a white actor voicing a black cat, and I don't approve of that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. Oh, yikes. Big oof. <laughs> Big oopsie daisy. God damn Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just insensitive. In what about if it's an olive-colored cat? Do they get a Greek guy to, to do the voice? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Cat's all greasy. Greek guy? <laughs> oh, man. So Hocus Pocus, Final Destination 2. <laughs> two. And, and I thought of another movie that I hated. Uh, it's a Halloween theme. Jeepers Creepers. Oh, man. Classic. <laughs> Dude, I hate that movie so much. <laughs> it started off that. really strong, though. All right, I'm I'm kind of that 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 cuck lord goon that like hates things because people are pieces of shit. That movie. Please don't use the word cuck lord ever again. <laughs> movie. That that's another word we shouldn't do. We should just forget about. Oh, you're not wrong, but. I've seen what the fuck was I talking about? I I saw that. Don't talk about Victor Salva that way, man. He directed Clown House. Okay, Victor Salva can go fuck himself. I'm d- no, yes, exactly. Fuck Clown House. Fuck Victor Salva. No. Bring up Clown House. Classic. That's exactly the movie that we shouldn't bring up ever, though. So hold on for some explanation. Tim, are you aware of the career of Victor Victor Salva, director no. of? Okay, director of Jeepers Creepers. Well, all of them. Victor Salva, for his first movie, he created a film called uh, Clown House, which was about killer clowns hunting down children, which sounds fine, but Victor Salva. It is a good film. It's, uh, I mean, I don't want to watch it. Victor Salva on the set of that movie took the lead of the film and molested him multiple times on set. Allegedly. Uh, Oh. He basically raped him. Like, every single shoot. Uh, the guy's, like, an absolute piece of shit. And Alleged. so... Uh, no, it's he Jesus. went to court. He's a convicted <laughs> sex offender. There there may have been a conviction. I, I'm not 100% on that. <laughs> this isn't, this isn't <laughs> fucking allegedly. The guy's on the sex offender Possibly registry. Possibly in the year 1990. I'm not 100% on that. <laughs> on the year 1990. I think the movie came out 89, <laughs> so it might have been, 88. Like, 88 so he could have been 89 or 90 but so 
Uh, Victor Salva, he gets out of prison, and then he makes Jeepers Creepers and a few other movies around that time. And Two and three, and possibly four. And people were like, oh my god, these movies are so great. Why doesn't he work on anything else? And it's like, oh, that's right, because he raped a child. Ooh. Yikes. <laughs> Allegedly. Big oof. So, yeah, no, fuck Jeepers Creepers forever. Yeah, yeah, fuck that movie. <laughs> yeah, big trash for the rest of existence. So, all right, Tim, you had some wonderful recommendations, and by that I mean, I guess, <laughs> go see Hocus Pocus. But, uh... <laughs> Dan, do you got three off the top of your head you want to recommend to people? Of course I do. All right. Number one, number one, and this is my favorite in the trilogy that I've seen so far, uh, and some people may not consider these horror movies, but Blade Trinity, I'll, I'll recommend as my uh, first horror film to get you guys in the mood for the one of my favorite holidays arguably the best blade and will continue to be the best blade okay um, so dan's done with giving right, any sort of recommendation ever in this series ever again <laughs> period i'm not done i know you aren't but you should be done i'm fucking blade blade, blade trinity 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 blade Tr- you mean the the one where wesley snipes was like High he didn't want to be in the, the whole movie. time. Didn't want to be in the movie. He's uh, not in half the movie. He's legit. Yeah, <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds is the lead because Wesley Snipes. Oh my god, there's a great Patton Oswalt bit where he's on like Letterman or something. Please don't bring up Patton Oswalt on the podcast. And he's again. talking about Patton Oswalt's great. Get the fuck over yourself. God, yeah, so, maybe in like 2003. Come on, he's Liam. still great. Get the fuck over yourself. So Have you seen his Twitter lately? I don't give a fuck, Dan. So. Yeah, Pat Oswalt brings up <laughs> Pat Oswalt. He brings up these uh, this moment because he was in Blade Trinity, and he brings up these stories oh, yeah, about. Pat Oswalt was in that movie. Yep, yep, he, oh, he was all right. And he talks about how like Wesley Snipes. This was like right before he went to jail for tax evasion, and so he's like, "Yeah, no, Wesley Snipes would tell the producer." to tell the director to exclusively only talk to him and reference him as Blade. Don't Fuck call him yeah. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Don't call him Wesley Snipes. Don't call say Wesley. Call him Blade. <laughs> call him Blade. <laughs> call him Blade and only refer to him as Blade. That is awesome. And they would go and do a shoot and they would be like, hey, hey, Wesley... Uh, oh, sorry. I mean, hey, Blade. Uh, hey Blade. Blade. <laughs> and Blade is in the fucking... He's in his own goddamn U-Haul smoking up. And so he's like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of my face. Stupid fuck. And he'd get out and he'd do his he'd do his gimmick. And then he would leave and go back and smoke more weed. So this movie's like disaster. David Escoria, <laughs> you're nothing to me but another dead vampire director. Wasn't wasn't also Triple H? Wasn't Triple H was the bad guy. Yeah, Triple H wasn't he the villain? Like <laughs> he was the he, villain. He was he was the villain. I believe so. It's been a while since I've seen this goddamn movie. And also, uh, what's her name from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake? Uh, Jessica Beale. Beale. Jessica Beale's in it. Like the third vampire hunter. Yeah, and it was just fucking Ryan Reynolds, Jessica <laughs> Biel, and like a non-existent fucking Wesley Snipes fighting Triple H. Oh my god, that's so bad. <laughs> that is so awful. Yeah, so that's my first recommendation. I hate you. Anyway, what's your second recommendation? 
Second <laughs> is a sequel again. I might have a third sequel too. Uh, it is the, in my opinion, possibly the most underrated Hellraiser. It's Hellraiser Hell World from 2005. Also, the last film to star Doug Bradley as Pinhead. Also has Lance Henriksen, which a lot of people may be interested to know, was up for the part of Uncle Frank from Hellraiser 1, but turned it down. So he ended up starring in Hellraiser Hellworld, which is a Hellraiser that's set in a a World of Warcraft kind of game, except it's Hellraiser, and a bunch of people get killed in a house where they're doing like a live version of this. Wow. Watch it. You'll be very pleased. That sounds like absolute dog shit. I'm not even going to lie. It is filled Uh. with nothing but one-liners from Doug Bradley, which are even worse (laughs) than any article. (laughs) (laughs) They had Doug Bradley give out fucking... Doug Bradley's just up there. He's like, it's time to play. That's not a lot. That's But that's not a fucking tag. That's not a. Uh, I'm mad now. I'm mad. I fucking hate this. Dan, your last one. Uh, the second uh, Hills. The, the Hills Have Eyes 2 remake. Not Hills Have Eyes 2 from 1985. Hills Have Eyes 2 from 2007. A mere year after the first remake. <laughs> Dan, I seriously, from the bottom of my heart, hope that- Written by father and son team, Wes Craven, and I believe his son's name is Chris Craven. I will say this again, from the bottom of my heart, I hope you contract some venereal disease and slowly die a gruesome, miserable death. You're not a fan of the Hills no! Have Eyes franchise? No, I'm not! <laughs> Dan. What about you, Tim? How about the Hills Have Eyes? How about it? No, I, I need not seen a single Hills Have Eyes movie. Well, fuck you then, man. We're talking about Halloween. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I don't know what Wes Craven is. Okay, well, for for starters, uh, the only Hills Have Eyes that matters is, is the first, the first, and the original first, not the remake. I'm going to go out on a limb, a severed first. limb here, Liam, and I'm going to still say the Hills Have Eyes remake I think is better than the original. Oh yeah, including the sequel. Yeah, the sequel really not, good. Not the, the sequel. No, yeah, no. Yeah. I'll put, I'll put oh the no, sequel no, in my no, favorite. no. But you you recommended the sequel though. The sequel's I really did. good. Over didn't the, you? Over yeah. the other one. The sequel's super great. You <laughs> fucking troglodyte. Over the over the remake and the original. <laughs> oh my god! Stop fucking. That's the one where it was like the army recruiters go up to the hill to the, practice. The army national guard, the, the national reserve trainees, not even like actual <laughs> trainees. They go yeah. up into the hills to be like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a fight and something." And it uh, get the fuck out of here. Get the and they all get their arms and legs ripped <laughs> off. The fuck out of here. At least there's a lot of gore. I mean, if you like gore, you'll probably like it. Yeah, but, like, I, I like gore that's actually, like, also good and not... No, that's not in this movie. Yes, yes, and not pure trash. So what's on your list? Well, Dan, seeing how your three recommendations <laughs> were so wonderful and classic... All sequels. ...and amazing and some of the best movies ever released... One is a remake sequel. I guess mine are actually going to be arguably literally worse choices because they're actual choices. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so the first film I want to recommend to people, if you're watching or at home, I think the first film is uh, Your Next... It's Adam Wingard. It was, I think, his first film after VHS. 
was like his first big movie. I like that movie. It's a, lot. a really good movie. I would say arguably it's one of it's probably one of the best slasher films ever. Best recent ones, definitely. Yeah, one of the best. Re- it is so fucking good. It's uh basically this this boyfriend and girlfriend go up to the abandoned woods to go through like a family reunion i think it's what is it like thanksgiving or something yeah it's like around a holiday yeah it's around the holiday and they're going up and the boyfriend's family they're going up to the boyfriend's family's house who are the most insufferable rich people on the face of the planet like all of them are snobbishly entitled fucking tool bags and so they go up into the into the hills, into the woods, and go to this mansion. And one by one, they get brutally massacred by, like, hired assassins. And then there's twists and turns throughout the whole thing. Oh, it's so good. It's so brutal. Uh, it's one of my favorite horror movies probably of all time. It kicks so much ass. I love it. Uh, so you're next. Really Made on movie. a $1 million budget. Yeah, which is really low budget, too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Also, Eli Roth was one of the family members. It was all like friends of the director who agreed to be in the movie for not a lot of money. Yeah, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't Eli Roth. It was e- no Eli Roth was in it. Eli Roth was not in it. It was. He, I I'll look it up right now. All right, all right. Because uh, I remember him getting killed. No, no, no. <laughs> you're thinking of Ty West. Ty West is the guy who gets the arrow oh, to fuck. the face. Oh fuck! You're no, you're right. Yeah, yeah Ty I'm Ty West is is the actor who gets shot in the head with an arrow. Which is actually a really awesome death. That's that one of the best deaths, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hands down. So, yeah. You're next. Really great movie. I also... Oh, great pick. I'd also like to recommend, uh, for those out there, a little movie called The Wailing. Now, if you don't like your foreign films, you might hate this one. But this is also arguably one of the coolest movies to come out in the last, like, decade and a half. It's one of the Oh, I still have to movies. see this. Oh, this movie's fucking nuts. It's nuts. It's a, it's a Korean vampire ghost movie. It's North like, Korean. North, no, it's South Korean. No, it's definitely South <laughs> it's, it's North Korean horror movie. The villain's actually just democracy. Uh, <laughs> it's directed by <laughs> <Tom Hills. laughs> the villain is democracy. <laughs> it's just a McDonald's. It's a McDonald's building. Yes, it's just capitalism coming over the hills. They're trying to fight it off. Uh, it's just a kaiju movie, but the villain's just the Monopoly man. It's a guy in a Hulk Hogan mask. <laughs> uh, but the the wailing is this like vampire horror film where these brutal killings start happening in, like, this small, remote, rural village. And most of the town folk believe that it's from this one man who's who's a Japanese national who moved in recently. And ever since Uh-oh. this guy moved in, all of these murders start happening. So they think that this guy's actually, like, a vampire. And they try to do investigations about him and what his whole aura is and what he's doing here. And, you know, they find out that he is a vampire. But you also find out, spoiler alert, that he is not the only one and that he is arguably the better of the two vampires. (laughs) And... (laughs) I won't go into what his overall plan is, but ostensibly the film's tone changes once you get to the second half in the movie. It goes from being like this vampire, kind of like a detective movie 
into just like a straight just it's insanity horror it's like psychological horror with like super brutal deaths like people lose their mind it's it's a really great movie sounds great the wailing check it out it's fucking amazing and I want to recommend, Sounds honestly, good. not about whales, by the way. Oh not, no, not about no. If you want a, if you want a terrible movie about whales, uh, who, uh, Blackfish, check it out. Uh, I love that movie. Or man. the Cove, the movie whichever of the year. one. Yeah, no, Blackfish is great. That movie's. I love. Um, I love all those scenes where you see like the orca attack one of like the the Sea World people, and it, I hated. The, I hate killer whales, man. I hate orcas, and when they died in that movie, I felt so satisfied. I wow, Dan, you piece fuck, of shit. Fuck the whole Free Willy series, dude. Free Willy's great. Free Willy's amazing. What are you talking? <laughs> that was about? a callback to the Dan Farley episode. <laughs> With Michael Madsen. <laughs> I don't really Elijah hate Wood. orcas. I love the movie Orca. It's beautiful. Oh my god, where it's just like a it's Jaws, but it's a revenge film. No. Yes, it is. <laughs> it starts off. Starts off. The protagonist kills like the 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 wife of the killer orca and like Allegedly. cuts its stomach open to kill the baby too. No. And so he fucking yes. That's Jesus. the opening to the movie. <laughs> no, oh, no. The movie's great. The movie's awesome. Music by Enino Morricone, <laughs> Academy Award winner Enino Morricone. Dude, uh, what's her face? Bo. Uh, what was her name? Bo. Derek? Bo Derek gets her leg ripped off. Yes. Bo Derek gets her leg ripped off. It's fucking fire. But um, my per my my last film I want to recommend, and it might be a little bit harder to find because it was on Netflix for a while, and now it's because it's supported by Antifa. Uh, it's not supported by Antifa, but it's. <laughs> I will say, honest to God, as not only is this movie one of the scariest films I watched like ever. But it is arguably one of the scariest documentaries I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, th- I said that. Documentary. This movie is based on 100% truth. This is a true story. I'm not even lying here. The film, I'm trying to get it on DVD now, but the film is called Cropsy. Now, Dan, have you seen Cropsy? I've heard of it. You've heard of Cropsy. Tim, are you aware of the story of Cropsy? No, not at all. Okay, so... The documentary of Cropsy is sort of an interwoven discussion of three different stories. And ostensibly, it's the discussion of urban legends because it was a take off of an urban legend that took place in Staten Island where after the uh, Willsboro uh, Mental Institution closed down, they believed that there was a crazy man named Cropsy who lived in the woods and will kill you at night if you hung out around the woods. So they explore that avenue of the story. They also explore the lead-up to the closing of Willsboro Mental Facilities and the closure of mental hospitals and the damage that really did to the American fabric. But specifically in that case, if you don't remember, the that closing's very famous because it was a segment on the uh, Geraldo, Geraldo Rivera show back in, like, the 70s. Geraldo Rivera did, like, a whole excerpt out of it. It's probably... Uh, back when he was a reporter. Back when he was a reporter, yeah. He did, like, an investigative journalist <laughs> excerpt, which is also... One of the most disturbing pieces of footage I have seen in a long fucking time is watching that back because it's like all on like grainy fucking like pink filtered like faded film grain 
and it's Geraldo Rivera talking about like this mental hospital that had such awful malpractice like there was shit all over the floor like, allegedly mentally handicapped children were hanging out with like legit people who were going to stab them in the face there was no nurses on guard people were like pissing themselves and walking around just urinating and shitting on themselves it was a horrible facility and then they closed it down Sounds like rehab and Sounds like a good place to spend the weekend. The third avenue of the documentary, <laughs> and this is where it gets to more of a bone-chilling story, is it talks about the Cropsey murders, in which case there were a bunch of murders from Staten Island, and it was of, like, four to five kids of mental, uh, like, varying mental ha- handicaps. Like, some of them were, like, high-functioning autist. Some of them had, like, straight-down syndrome. Some of them had, like, straight learning disabilities. And the killer would hunt these kids down, kidnap them in the middle of the night, bring them into the woods and murder them. And this went on between the years of like 1978 to like 1989. And like they go into excruciating detail about the 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 crimes that were committed. And this is one of those movies where you're just like, what the f-? like it? It makes your skin crawl, not only knowing, like, what the fuck happened, but knowing that this was all true, this is all legit, this is a true story, and it is, it's one of the most chilling fucking documentaries I've seen in years. Like, I haven't had this feeling since, like, watching the fucking Iceman tapes back in, like, my fucking college years. Those were some scary goddamn tapes. This is like right up there. I watched those with my mom. Yeah, those are fucking bone chilling. It's it's that same level where it's like you just feel so uneasy the whole time you're watching it. So honestly, recommend Cropsy. It's a great documentary. It's one of the coolest films out there. It's one of my favorite documentaries of all time, honestly. So check it out if you get a chance. Actually, it sounds pretty good. It's yeah, no, it's it's great. It's terrifying, but it's great. It's awesome. <laughs> like they're they're intersplicing like the directors are just walking around the woods of like the area surrounding the former Willsboro uh Willsboro Mental Institution. They're just walking around abandoned buildings trying to find like psychopathic homeless people and they just they almost get assaulted a few times, but they're like, "Ah, oh, no, nah, there's no one here. It's whatever." And they're in- intersplicing that with like news footage from the 80s of like these kids getting killed and it's like, "Oh, all right, this is, yeah, this is scary. This is fucked up. (laughs) They get in contact, like, halfway through the film. It's so nuts. Halfway through the film, they get in contact with the killer himself, and the guy the whole time is doing, like, once they get to that point, oh, oh, this movie's fucked. It just, it just gets to the fucked point. It just gets How do they know it's him? Because the guy got arrested and got sent to prison. Oh! Yeah. Oh. The guy got arrested and got sent to prison, and... The information on this guy is so fuck. Like the guy had like a tent out in the middle of the woods, like I want to say miles away from the Willsboro facility. So like you could, he was in walking distance from the ruins of the Willsboro facility, and he would just he was apparently a former patient, and he just hung around in a tent in the back of the of the area, and he would he was like a child predator. He would hunt down kids and try to fuck them and try to assault them. And then it would lead to, like, murder and death. The guy was a fucking psychopath. But, like, yeah, no, it's it's a really great movie. It's fucking scary as shit, but it's an awesome little film. 
Oh, sorry, I'm getting a call. I don't know how to undo this. Oh no, right, there we go. Tim! Yo, you put it on the podcast, man. Tim, I wanna, get... I'm I'm angry now. We're <laughs> how Eat dare they? <laughs> is that is that from the party you're supposed to go to, Tim? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't know the address, so we're <laughs> just like, oh shit, we don't know how to get there. <laughs> oh, classic, classic. Well, I guess uh, right before you have to head out, Tim. Uh, do you have any last-minute talking points you want to bring up? Or uh, do you have any other things? Um, yeah, you got anybody you're beefing with? No, actually. Uh, everyone's, like, super nice. I think it's because I have, like, one of those, like, things where you can't really get mad at me. <laughs> like, that's my personality. So, like, well, what about everyone's John Hollywood, been super man? nice. I've been talking a lot of shit about you lately. Who? John Hollywood. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> It's John Hollywood. That's man. a great reaction. That's the best reaction we could get. <laughs> oh my god. Also, I'm like completely oblivious. So if anybody does hate me, like I don't even know. <laughs> Tim, I don't think well, a single soul hates you. I think Richard Dweck hates you. Richard Dweck can. What? Can... I've had conver- I've had to put Rich in his place because I'm like, don't talk about my friend Tim Rage <laughs> that way. <laughs> you. <laughs> You need to calm down with your your vitriol against my friend Tim Rich. This this is this is ridiculous. No, 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 Tim. Tim, he just he you know he does things that I just I don't like. I don't appreciate it. You know. Did you hear he what he said best, about friend of the uh, podcast Dave Lipton recently? He's he said worse about. Oh him my too. goodness. <laughs> what do you say about Dave Lipton? When he, he called him a boomer comedian and then dedicated yeah. his entire set to just shitting on Dave Lipton. Oh my god, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. It was rough. That was great. <laughs> For no reason. God, man. Dave Lipton hit me up the other day because I posted something on my Instagram. And then he said, uh, I, I'm going to pull up the quote. Uh, he said, you look like Marty Friedman from Young Frankenstein. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like. Mar- Wait, Marty Friedman's <laughs> from Megadeth. What's he talking about? <laughs> uh, or Feldman. Marty Feldman from, from Young Frankenstein. The guy Whatever, who played man. Igor. Friggin Dave Lipton rules. Yeah, we got to get Dave Lipton on this podcast. He's got to learn how to Just to talk shit about Rich. Just to talk shit about Rich. The whole episode. (laughs) Dude, Dave Lipton would just be like, he would go on a two-hour rant about why Joe Biden's unironically the best candidate of all time. We will nip that right in the bud. We're not kidding. We're like, yo, we're getting off the Rich topic here. Oh my god, we're getting off the Rich That's weird that they're beefing. That, That is bizarre. That's That's too much. I, I, I want to – I just – I have, like, one last small talking point I want to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, I know you, you have your uh, daytime Saturday morning cartoon talking point you want to jump at. Do you want to get to that, or do you want to save it for another day? No, we can end with that. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, could, I, could I bring up the fact that you might be a little bit right about one Scott Peterson – how does that have to do with Saturday morning cartoons? No, no, no. Well, that was the last talking point that I had was that. Oh, wait, what? what's what's with Scott Peterson? Apparently, they're doing a retrial and he might you, actually. You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> no way. They might have an actual retrial, so he might get off. They're, they're, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Who is. Scott Peterson. What is so Scott Peterson had a Oh yeah, look up that documentary, Tim, if you want to see something scary. To be fair, yeah, you're not wrong. Fucking Scott Peterson's this guy who got arrested for uh murder? 
or the his wife well, his, a little bit more than murder what was it was his wife disappeared and then he uh she was also pregnant oh she was pregnant oh. and so he just kind of like found a way to make sure that she wasn't pregnant by doing a, a double post-op abortion well tim long and short of this trial Ooh. and it was a <laughs> trial um, he was found guilty through circumstantial evidence and was original. I believe he was originally given the death penalty, but they they had it changed to life imprisonment. They had no hard evidence at all. Yes. And I guess Liam is saying that there there's a possibility of a retrial now. So apparently the story goes is that Thanks. this this is legit true. I can't even believe this is true. So his lawyer. <laughs> his Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's what I'm getting at. I can't believe it. that Dan has been like Scott Peterson hashtag innocent for about a year now. At least a year. And now he might actually be innocent. I can't. <laughs> I'm going to go on record on this podcast and say I was doing that as a bit. <laughs> I personally, as a, as Daniel Caprio, that is my real name. His real name, I believe, is Scott Peterson. I think Scott Peterson probably did it. However, <laughs> he may get off now. So the story goes apparently that the jury of that initial trial had to be redone. Because yes. there was somebody on the witness stand who actually had a similar abuse allegation that, or, or like she lived through an abuse, abusive situation, which may have justified like bias towards her vote for a just for a for a guilty verdict. So ostensibly, they might get him off on a fucking. <laughs> Out of fucking technicality, basically. Yeah, but they have to have a whole nother trial. <laughs> yes, with a whole different group of people. There is. I saw a documentary on this recently. There is a lot of evidence that's, that is in his favor. And I'm not trying to, you know, be an asshole about this. Like I said, dude, no murder weapon. They they didn't have an intact body when they found. And, and the way that the way that everything was. They said they gave a few scenarios where it could have been somebody besides Scott Peterson that did this. Yeah, it could have just been the mysterious uh, flying, flying person theory or whatever the fuck they used to. No, there, there was there were robberies in, in the neighborhood and they say that she could have been kidnapped by it was like a home invasion gone bad. Yeah, but no. No, I'm not saying one way or the other, but... Yeah, but come on. Oh, you know what? I feel like I've seen this documentary. There was, like, blood splatter in the house on the stairwell or something. You might be thinking of a different hashtag innocent man. (laughs) All right, yeah, maybe. You talking about OJ? Don't talk about OJ that way on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. OJ's path has been perfect because it has led him to Twitter, and that's what we need. Yes. What a beautiful Twitter. What a hero. What a hashtag innocent man he is. What a cheer. What a hero. Oh my god. What a what a champion. Dude, I love that. I love that Twitter so much. Is it is it that arguably the greatest tr- Twitter of all time or is it the greatest Twitter? It's my favorite currently still. Hell yeah, bro. Can't go wrong with it, bro. You can't go I don't wrong. like Richard Dwex anymore. He retweets way too much. <laughs> yeah. I was in the same boat. I think I lost a lot of Twitter followers that way. Because you just retweeted everything? Yeah, I got lazy. 
Yeah, you gotta. You just gotta work on the craft, my guy. You just gotta push. Well, I'm gonna call out everybody. Uh, you know, you want to talk about retweeting? Hey, people, including possibly you, Tim, and definitely Liam. Can you start <laughs> making? Can you start making up your own memes? Can you start having your own ideas? Can you stop posting? You know thoughts of the day and positive affirmations and fucking stolen memes from 14 year olds that don't make any fucking sense and fucking political <laughs> memes that divide every person on earth. Can we stop? Can we <laughs> not including me? Cause I don't do that shit. I make up my own memes and I have my own thoughts. Well, first and foremost, Dan, yeah. uh, your own memes are from a free website that you build and you make dog shit on. So I'm not even, yep, gonna... <laughs> so look, I'd rather, steal my memes than than hand out like fake templates besides 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 the real the real memes that you should be creating are are statuses and posts because if you make your own status and then you share your own status that could become a meme in and of itself so technically i actually make my own memes cocksucker fuck you <laughs> I don't see you piece him. of shit. Uh, yeah, because you don't read my statuses. You just see the fifty-seven. No, it's because I unfollowed you. Just like unfollowed oh, you sack else. of shit! <laughs> you sack of shit. All right, well, Dan, you're not the worst offender. Don't worry. Well, Dan, what wh- what Saturday morning cartoon business did you want to close out on? Oh, I was fine with the Scott Peterson thing. Oh, you're just fine with Scott Peterson. All right, that that <laughs> works too. Uh, so that'll yeah, be it. Say- for Foul Housemates <laughs> episode 23, uh, Tim, as as always, thank you for enduring this psychological endurance test. Yeah, thank you for having me on. For your reward from taking part in this uh, scary, creepy, fun-filled adventure, uh, please, for the love of God, plug your shit. All right, yeah, I have uh, nothing coming up. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I think I'm Timothy Rager. Find me on Facebook. Uh... <laughs> That's pretty much it. You better be posting <laughs> original material on Facebook. I do. I do post only original. I occasionally will uh, share something that I think is ridiculous that my aunt posted. Uh, but that's about it. <laughs> is your aunt making top quality memes? No, it's just I have to show the rest of the family what she's up to because I don't <laughs> think the rest of the family follows her. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. No, it's fun. It's great. <laughs> I actually don't think I post any of that publicly, so. That's that's rad. Well, I mean, that's not rad, but that's pretty rad. So, <laughs> all right. So, Dan, do you got any plugs you want to give out? Yeah, man. Tomorrow, the uh, Donna Lloyd, uh, Carl Callen mic. At, I, I honestly don't know where exactly it is, but it's in North Jersey, so it's going to take me a while to get there. Uh, apparently, I am performing uh a roast battle on that so i'm looking forward to that yeah well yeah dan you're really you're really gonna plug the thing that that's gonna happen literally tomorrow and not when this podcast is gonna get released hey man i'm just saying what's (laughs) on the horizon you know and that's literally the next thing uh i would like to publicly announce that both um as soon as it's safely possible the both the sauce mic and the laughing at hotel will both be brought back i didn't forget about either one of them i keep getting memories of them and they're really tugging at my whatever's left of my nostalgic heartstrings. So I want to say that they're not dead, they're just on ice. That's beautiful. I cannot wait either. Those are yeah. those are great mics. And you can follow yeah. this wonderful podcast on Instagram 
at Foul House Mates HQ. On, That's right. On Twitch at Foul House Mates HQ. That's wrong. I keep I keep saying that we're gonna stream on there. It's gonna be an eventual thing. I don't know. Can we, we not? Uh, I we might. Not I might at least. I don't know. I need to get my content out there. You could follow me on Twitter at Real Ultra Liam on Twitter. That's my handle. You could also uh, follow the podcast itself here on Spotify or on Anchor or wherever podcasts are held. Uh, I don't know if there's any other outlet that's like worth promoting like there's overcast that we get a few plays on shout out to overcast i don't think we're on pod mania yet uh we're banned from itunes so <laughs> yeah that. ironically though now we have original music which i made and we can't even get on there now <laughs> i think we're just black <laughs> i think i have Great. to do a whole thing hey gang just want to do a quick little update uh as of recording this we were not on itunes or at least i didn't know we were on itunes and when i was looking through my anchor uh home base turns out <laughs> dumb fuck me is on itunes we're all on itunes now woo we made it we're on apple podcast so if you have the chance go check us out on there download our episodes give us a review any criticism will help build this bad boy up so thank you please take the time if you want to listen there you're welcome to thank you very much gang all right uh back to the close uh yeah but uh more importantly speaking of music you could also add your favorite tunes to the foul housemates podcast playlist yeah and real fast Ken, give us a give us a song to put on there what what comes off the top of your head it's going um we'll stick with the halloween theme uh boo by pinback i love that song uh it's not actually halloween themed but the title is boo so doesn't matter it's going on there's boo <laughs> okay I will get no answer. That'll be it, episode 23. Thank you all for watching, and I hope your Halloween is as spooktacular as ours. <laughs> Scott Peter.